Hello and welcome to the next edition of the Enterprise Doctor Business Show. My name is Mark Harris. I'm Enterprise Doctor. And this is a sort of a sneaky show that I almost wasn't expecting to happen. We had back in episode four, we had Sean O'Farrell of Choice Business Loans on the show with a really informative conversation about how businesses can borrow money right now in the lockdown about C-bills and all sorts of stuff like that. And if you haven't heard that, do go back to it. It's not quite as timely as it was, but there's still a lot of relevant information. But Sean got in touch to say words to the effect of things have changed, things have moved on. And we both thought it would be a good idea to to record something with some bang up to date information. And bang up to date is on the morning of the 22nd of May, 2020. I don't know which year you're listening to this in. And I'm just going to record this, edit it, get it out there so that it's very timely information for you. So, Sean, thank you for for coming back to the show. Clearly, it can't have been too unpleasant an experience for you last time if you wanted to come back again. No, not at all, Mark. It's good to good to be back. and. As you say, lots has changed since we last spoke. I'm so glad we timestamped the last recording. This one, again, as you say, is the 22nd of May because things, things move fast and things have changed. So there's, there's something worth talking about for sure. Good. So tell me, tell me and tell the listeners. So what is it that you feel we should now understand that's different about businesses borrowing money now? I think we now have greater clarity on what options available to business and the government has felt their way through this crisis and the Treasury and the British Business Bank to come up with the most optimal solutions for businesses. But if we're talking about debt, it's now broadly for me in three categories. Anything up to £50,000 is with this bounce back loan scheme. Above 50000 and up to £5 million is the C-Bill scheme, uh, the coronavirus business interruption loan scheme. Above that again, by the way, there is a third scheme, uh, which possibly doesn't uh, affect the, the listeners to this podcast for 5 million and above, which is the CL bill scheme, the, the coronavirus large business interruption loan scheme. We're not going to be speaking about that one today. Yep. Sorry, can I just clarify with those numbers, you're talking about how much you want to borrow or what your company turnover is? I'm sorry. Yes. How much you want to borrow. That's okay. right. Because I quite like to borrow 5 mil, but pff, I don't think they'll lend it to me. So we'll move on from that. <laughs> There are some restrictions around that for sure in terms of percentages of your turnover. And the third option, so we've bounced back, the C-bill and CL-bill scheme. And the third option is that there are still lenders outside those schemes who are lending. So if we, if we go through these individually, uh, the bounce back loan is a, is a fantastic scheme for borrowers. And my big advice to everybody is, if you think there is any point in the next 12 months where you might need finance, you should really consider getting a bounce back loan. And here's why. It is free for the first year. You literally make no payments on it until month 13 of your five or six year loan. Thereafter, the loan is at two and a half percent. So it's free for the first year and cheap thereafter. And we know many clients who think they're okay, who feel that their finances are in a strong enough position to weather the current storm, but they're still taking this loan to have as a backup. Because what if by September, October, they get busier, they need to buy a machine, they need to buy some sort of uh, equipment or hire somebody and there's a requirement for finance. Now they can dip into this free money for the first year and use it. Okay. And so if I borrow, pick a number 25 grand using that scheme, I don't have to spend it. I can just stash it away. Clearly right now, it's not going to earn very much interest, but it's not going to cost me anything. Exactly. 
if I need it, as you say, if in October, November, December, whatever, I need it, it's there. Whereas if I was to apply at that point, who knows what the rules might be at that point in time. And if a year after getting it, I didn't need it, and that's when I'm going to start paying interest, and that's when I'm going to start paying back the capital as well, then if I don't want to, I can just say, here's a 25 grand back because it's still sitting there safely not being used. I, I, I see immense sense in making that happen. Now, this, this gets better, Mark, okay? Because the application process for the bounce back loan is in the main, and there are some exceptions, but in the main, incredibly easy. You literally have a two-page form where you self-certify everything. Is your credit clean? Tick the box, the marks, yes, is the, uh, the answer you want to give there. Uh, is your business profitable? Uh, again, you want to tick the box, that's yes. Uh, is there any reason why we shouldn't give you this loan? The answer is no. I'm being, I'm being slightly flippant, but you self-certify everything. And okay. if you do that, they will run basic anti-money laundering checks, not credit checks, and they will give you the money within 24 or 48 hours. It's a fantastic scheme. Now, there have been isolated instances where things are taking longer. Some banks have struggled with the processes and obviously the volume of applications. For the vast majority of people, it's incredibly simple. A word of caution with this as well, okay? Mm-hmm. Self-certified doesn't mean you can, shall we say, politely create fiction. I I think the way they're doing these schemes is um, shoot first, ask questions later. So while everyone is now getting the money, there there will be a day of reckoning. There will be some day where they look back and they go, okay, now we can take a breath. Let's check ABC Limited, who said that their credit was clean, who said that their profitable business were they. And there may be some reckoning, I think, to come in the future for that. But the loans are without personal guarantees. So... The debt stays within the business, not with the business owner, but what other uh, recriminations there could be in years to come, who knows? I, it's a great scheme for, for businesses that are valid. I would, of course, encourage everyone to fill in the form correctly, but I'll yes. remind you that it's a self-certification. And open to, is this limited companies only or solopreneurs, sole traders can, can do it as well? Yes, open to everybody. Not every bank can take applications at the moment from sole traders, but many banks are. A slight bottleneck with the scheme is at the moment, you still have to go to your own bank to get this money. So if you're with Lloyd's, you got to go to Lloyd's, your bar has to go to Barclays and so on. Some people with smaller banks, for example, like uh, Starling Bank, at the moment, and at 22nd of May, to the best of my information, they're not currently able to take applications from sole traders. So those clients are having difficulties where they're having to speak to other banks and get exceptions made to get them these loans. And some banks are making those exceptions. I think HSBC in particular have been uh, very accommodating with uh, new applicants uh, to the scheme. And before we move on to the second tranche, there are lots of sole traders who just use their personal bank account uh, for business purposes. Is that any kind of barrier? Do you have to have a business bank account to apply for this or, or is it fine yes. to use your personal account? Yes, so that's been, that varies bank to bank, but my understanding is, from the samples I've seen, you do need to have a business bank account. They need to see that this money is being used for business purposes and not for personal purposes. Okay, okay, which will discount some people, but could, if somebody is in that position, could they therefore apply to open a business account, which they've never bothered with before because there's been no real reason? So apply for a business account, and the first thing they do is go for the loan. Uh, yes, absolutely. And people have been doing that. And cool. I've mentioned Starling Bank already in this, in this uh, call. They're one of the banks for whom people are doing that. Lovely. Okay. So that's the, if you want to borrow f- 
sub 50k and yeah. the, the next category is is 50k to 5 million which is quite a big gap you know it's not 50k to 250k it's 50k to 5 million so what's the story with that Okay, so this is the, uh, the C-Bill scheme, which is what we discussed the last time, Coronavirus Business Interruption Loan Scheme. It's, as you say, from 50,000 and one pound up to 250. When we last spoke, this was starting at 20,000 and we didn't have the bounce back loan scheme that now changes. So bounce back is everything up to 50 and C-Bill is above that. Now, when we last spoke as well, there was a huge bottleneck with applications. There were something like 40 lenders on the panel who were accredited to do these loans. And to be honest, it was probably only about 12 or 15 that actively were uh, and doing any kind of volume. It was mainly the high street banks. Since we've last spoken, there are many more lenders on the panel now. We're approaching 70. So they're looking at doubling the size of the panel. And that's certainly helping a lot more businesses. We are seeing this scheme operating in two tiers. The advice I would give everybody first and foremost is speak to your bank. Uh, and again, like the bounce back loan scheme, you can only at the moment deal with the high street bank with whom you have an account. And if you have your uh, business account with a bank that's not on the scheme, yes, that's a little more challenging for sure. Okay. But assuming you're with Lloyd's, Barclays, NatWest, any of the major banks, as something like 80% of businesses in the UK still are, speak to them first. They will be the cheapest source of funds. They will, however, also have the strictest criteria in order to get these funds. And so what we're seeing is banks are generally lending one and a half to two times the retained profits from last year. So how do I get to retain profits? Loosely speaking, and it varies bank to banks, you start with um, the earnings before interest, tax, depreciation, and amortization, what is known in the trade as EBITDA, which is basically your, 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 your operating profit, adding back in all your depreciation, uh, interest payments, uh, tax, uh, amortization, those things to get to EBITDA. Deduct from that the amount of capital you're paying on existing finances and also deduct from that uh, the dividends you take from the business. And this gives us a number called retained profits. If you are talking to a high street bank, they will generally lend you one and a half, maybe two times that number. Okay? Okay. And that's been a restriction. That has been a restriction. So let's take somebody who earns up a retained profit number of 50,000. They probably get you know, 75 to 100 grand loan potentially. Okay, that's, you know, and there are many other variables around this market. It's not as clean and simple as that, but that's sort of where the conversation starts. And as a, uh, as a percentage of turnover, clearly everybody has different margins, but as a percentage of turnover, that's probably quite a small percentage. Well, yes, it depends, as you say, on margins. Um, the scheme, the Siebel scheme does have a cap that says you cannot borrow more than 25% of your turnover. And most banks are using last year's turnover for that number. Okay. So um, that's where we were when we last did this podcast in April, and that was causing restrictions for people. We knew there were new lenders coming to the panel. We didn't have bounce back loans at the time. Now new lenders have come to the panel, and they are providing loans within the scheme that have more flexible approach to retained profits. And in fact, you can potentially get up to a, something like almost five times retained profits at the moment by some lenders. Now, wow. here's the catch. Here's the catch. Yeah, These guys will charge a catch. There's, there's always a catch. These guys will charge a higher interest rate for the for the privilege of doing that. And so this is a trade-off for them of you know risk and reward. Yep. The high street banks want to lend relatively speaking, smaller amounts of money in to situations where they feel the business can greater afford the money. And therefore there's a low interest rate. I've heard of people getting CBIL loans at 1.18%. That's just ridiculously cheap for the kind of money we're talking about here. Typically, no more than about 4% from high street banks is what I'm hearing. Two to four being probably the, the, the mean. 
but other lenders now are lending at rates up to, and I'm sorry, everybody may want to sit down to hear this, <laughs> up to 15% for these loans. And look, wow. I know that's, yep, I know that's a big number, but I'm in the business here as a finance broker of presenting options and choice to people. And if someone comes to me and says, I want to borrow, I cannot borrow from the street banks. I cannot get from anyone else. And I say, look, there is this lender over here that can give you the money, but it's at 15%. That is at least a choice for that business owner. Yes, they, they can, can always see, say no, thank you. Exactly. And if they can see that if I get this money, I can make 30, 40% return on it. And at least we presented them with that option. And yes. that's what it is. Now, listen, it's, it's only one or two that are lending at that kind of rate. Where we're seeing people like Funding Circle come into the market, is they're sort of around the 5 to 9% rate, which is still okay. yeah. a chunk of change. It's but, still 5 to 9 times that bottom rate that you talked about, one point something. So, yeah. 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 I mean, look, the, the, the advice remains the same. You have to start with the high street banks. You have to speak to them first about this. If, they, if you can get one of those great rates, fantastic. But the reality is, and we all know this, that the banks will be somewhat selective in how they lend and not everyone will qualify. So what we've seen since you and I last spoke is this second tier of C-bill lenders come into the market and provide this greater range of opportunity and choice, albeit at a higher cost. But remember, okay. it's, it's in C-bills, which means you pay no interest for the first year. And by the way, some of these alternative lenders are also saying you actually have a complete payment holiday for 12 months. So you pay nothing for 12 months. So that okay. with advantages there as well, it's yeah. also no, no personal guarantees as well. So it's the scheme okay. still has huge advantages, even if you're stuck on one of the 15% rates. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and what we are seeing people doing, by the way, is taking these loans. Sometimes at the 15%, uh, we, we have had some clients we've seen taking those and their view is in a year's time when the market is in a different place, they will look to refinance at that point when interest rates start in. So they don't intend keeping a 15% loan for five years. They intend to refinance at some point. Yeah. yeah. If, if, of course, that's achievable. Um, yes, that, that is the okay. caveat for sure, yeah. And, and briefly, the third category is the, the 5 million plus category. And, I, and I'm only saying briefly because I think we're agreed it's debatable how many listeners will be in a position to borrow that kind of money. But just in case, because you never know who's listening, tell us what's, what's that one? Because the bounce back and see bills, what's the 5 million plus called? And it, it, well, they've just stuck an L in there. It's not coronavirus, large business interruption loan scheme. That's all. And it's for businesses with a turnover up to 250 million. Again, like the CBILS is available in, in loans, in asset finance and in invoice finance and term facilities. And above 250,000 with both CBILS and CLBLs, of course, personal guarantees and other forms of security can be sought for these loans. Um, but the government still provides an 80% guarantee on all these finance. Fortunately, my turnover is now over 250 million, so I can't apply. And that's unfortunately only in my dreams, hey? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. uh, We all wish we had that problem, Mark. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Your company name is Choice Business Loans. And I think one of the things you've, you've made clear here is, is, it's full of choices. There's, there are some things where you don't get a choice because it's dependent on the scale of your, um, your turnover or, or whatever it may be. So you know, you're in that slot, but there's lots of different choices and lots of different ways of doing it. It's been really useful to have you come back. Tell me, tell, tell me one more useful thing that people need to know before we run away. 
There is a third category, and it wasn't the CLBLs. The CCL oh. bills. Sorry. The third category available finance at the moment, Mark, is outside the C-bill scheme. Okay, so there are many businesses don't qualify for C-bills. Why might you not qualify for C-bills? There's two key reasons we're seeing. One is to qualify for C-bills, you have to be able to show that you've been adversely affected by the coronavirus. And if you're in the business, a business that's in e-commerce, that's in um, healthcare, Mm-hmm. Uh, provision of healthcare supplies, for example, these businesses have exploded in the last uh, two months and they're doing very well. And will probably therefore struggle to qualify for the, for the um, C-bill scheme. They do qualify for, for a bounce back if they self-certify that they are um, adversely affected. So, but they wouldn't qualify for C-bills. Also, there is a stipulation with C-bills that a business cannot be what they call an undertaking in difficulty on the 31st of December 2019. And bottom line, this means if they have had a negative balance sheet is what it probably means. There's a technical definition around accumulated losses greater than 50% of your share capital. But that generally means a negative balance sheet. And a lot of businesses, two, three years set up, large director's loans in the businesses may still have negative balance sheets and therefore don't qualify. They could be profitable. They could be strong, but because they lost a chunk of money in year one, made some of it back in year two, some of it back in year three, but not all of it yet, they don't qualify for the scheme. And so the third category I was going to say is that there are still lenders lending outside of C-bills. Now, you lose the advantages of uh, no personal guarantee required. You lose the advantage of the government paying your interest for the first 12 months. And of course, the lender loses the advantage of having an 80% government guarantee behind it. But these guys are still there. And when you and I spoke in April last, a lot of these guys were sort of running for the hills and were a bit scared of where to lend in the market at the moment, what they could do. They're slowly coming back now. And we're seeing more options available for businesses. Yeah. And I do remember speculating in, in episode four back in April that that's what would happen, that their time would come. And, and it sounds like we're moving towards that because there are people who need to borrow money and they don't fit the criteria for some of the schemes you mentioned. So, so these lenders could well be their best option. Yes, absolutely. So we have a slightly more healthy finance market for SMEs in now, uh, 22nd of May, 2020, than we did a month ago when you and I last spoke. And I'm hoping by June it gets better again. Cool. Good. As always, Sean, it's been a pleasure, but it's also been really informative and educative. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Your contact details are all in the podcast notes. So if people want to get in touch with you to learn more, to take some really, some expert advice very specific to their business, I know you're very happy for you or one of your team to chat with them. If people want to talk to me, I'm also very happy with that. My name is Mark Harris, I'm Enterprise Doctor, and you will find all my contact details in the podcast notes too. But for now, this is me signing off.